0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: Now, I'd never flown. Up to that time, I'd never flown in an airplane. I'd never been up in the air. But later on, I did fly, and I said to the minister, I, fly. I said, I had this same kind of experience that night. I saw clouds as we went by, had the same sensation. We came up to the throne of God. Now, the first thing that attracted my attention about the throne was the winged creatures on either side. Uh, peculiar looking creatures, they had eyes about as big as a quarter that sat in a band around the head, about every two inches there was an eye, all the way around, they look every direction at once. They were saying something as we came up, I don't know what they were saying.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today, Kenneth E. Hagen continues his teaching, Live in the Supernatural. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message.
1: But you see, you don't have to buck tradition there. <laughs> Amen. They'll believe what you tell them. Praise God forevermore. Well, let's take the name and go to the world. Let's take healing and go to the world. Let's just walk in health that belongs to us. Praise God. We won't have to be seeking healing. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Be patient, therefore, brethren, of the coming of the Lord. Behold the husband and waiteth. What's he waiting for? The precious fruit of the earth, and hath long patience for it until he received the early and the latter rain. Hallelujah. Now, I made mention of that first vision in 1950, September the 2nd, which was on a Saturday in Rockwall, Texas. The pastor, I I don't know where they just said but anyway, Brother Tipton here had a tent that he used in meetings. So the pastor there got his tent. He may have rented it or leased it he may just let him use it. I don't know. But anyway, I had nothing to do with it. I'm just the guest speaker. He invited me to come preach this tent meeting. Well, on a Saturday night, the second week, this is a two-week meeting. The second week of this meeting, on a Saturday, September the 2nd, 1950, it rained all day long. Well, now, you see, 50, this coming September, it'll be 51 years ago. And uh, they didn't have all the good roads like they have now. And that's black land. You get in that black land, you know, you stay with it and it's dry, it'll stay with you when it's wet. I mean, you get in the mud, you don't get out. And Rockwall then, now then, it's a part of the metropolitan area, metro area. But then it was a small town. And many of the people came in from the country. Well, it rained all day. And it's still raining at church time. I mean, they dug a trench to run the water around the tent, but some of it come through anyway. And we were having the tent. It wasn't a large tent. What was it? 40 by by 60, something like that. But uh, we we was having a good crowd, just full every night. But there's only 43 people showed up, counting me and my wife. I mean, I counted anything that moved and everybody's a Christian. Well, there's nobody getting up, this is a revival meeting, that means an evangelistic type meeting, but they know he's preaching evangelistic sermon, these people are already saved. So I gave a Bible lesson, and then I just invited everybody to come around the altar and pray. Well, they came down to the front, and at least it was dry across there, and I looked around and looked at me like everybody was on all the dry spots, so I decided I'd just stay on the platform. And so I took a chair on the, and set it on the folding chair, set it on this side of the pulpit here and knelt. Well, you see right there, the altar's full of 42 people. I'm on the platform. And I'm just praying away in other tongues. Prayed in English for a while. Ran out of English, and so I'm praying in other tongues. And I heard now to me it was audible but nobody else heard anything so i know it couldn't have been audible to them or they'd heard it but to me it's just as audible as some man speaking said come up hither come up hither well i thought to myself because there's a high hill to the west of that tent that some young man had got up there was hollering down there to disrupt the prayer i thought well pastor said one of the deacons up there, one of the ushers up there to take care of him, kept on praying. Never did open my eyes. Don't like to be interrupted when I'm praying. So I'm continuing to pray and I heard come up hither. A man's voice said come up hither. I thought man there ought to be somebody up there but now I'm taking care of that fellow. So I never opened my eyes, just kept praying and I heard the third time come up hither. Come up hither. And I thought they ought to have been somebody, why don't the pastor send somebody up there to stop that guy? And then I heard these words, come up hither, come up to the throne of God. When I heard those, I opened my eyes. When I opened my eyes, I'm seeing into the spirit world. The Lord dealt with us the other night, you know, there are two worlds. There's a natural world, there's a spiritual world, amen? Now, I got my physical eyes wide open. I'm kneeling right here, facing, And the altar there, there's 42 people. And yet I got my physical eyes wide open, but don't see a one of them. I don't see. And I looked up, and I didn't see the top of the tent. Because, see, the voice came from up there. I looked up, and I saw Jesus standing about where the top of the tent should be. And I just went right up and stood there right with him. And when I went up and stood there with him, he turned to me and said, let us go up to the throne of God. And we went on on up. now I'd never flown up to that time, I'd never flown in an airplane. I'd never been up in the air. But later on, I did fly, and I said to the minister, I, fly. I said, I had this same kind of experience that night. I saw clouds as we went by, had the same sensation. We came up to the throne of God. Now, the first thing that attracted my attention about the throne was the wing creatures on either side. Uh, peculiar-looking creatures. They had eyes about as big as a quarter that sat in a band around the head, about every two inches there was an eye, all the way around. They look every direction at once. They were saying something as we came up. I don't know what they were saying. They were saying something, but when we came up, they stopped. When they saw Jesus, they stopped. And so I looked at the winged creatures. Then I looked at the rainbow that's above and behind the throne, beautiful, can't describe it, impossible. And then I looked toward the throne, and Jesus said, thou shalt not look upon his face. And it was like there was a curtain, like a lace curtain, or whatever you call those, you know, that you put in a window, uh, uh, or with drapes. I could see that someone sitting on the throne, Looked like the figure of a man. Somebody said, could that be God? Well, it said we're made in his image and likeness, doesn't it? I said, doesn't it? Yes. Then not only that, but the Bible tells us that God has a hand. Back in the Old Testament, you remember on Mount Sinai, he appeared to Moses. And he said, I'm going to hide you in the cliff of the rock. I'm going to put my hand over your face. And I'm going to pass by you. I'm going to let you see my back parts. Didn't he? So he has a hand, and he has a back part. In other words, in the spirit realm, he has a body. Just like angels are spirit, God's a spirit. Angels are spirits. But yet in the spirit realm, they have a body. No, not a physical body, but a body. So, I glanced toward the throne. And he said, Jesus said, Thou shalt not look upon his face. And so because I couldn't see very much, then I turned and looked at Jesus. For the first time, though I'd been with him for those few moments ahead of time, looked him full in the face. Somebody asked me, what's the most outstanding characteristic? I said, his eyes. They said, what did he look like? I came up that very night with this expression and never I've changed it, never ever found anything. I said, they look like wells of living love. Seemed like you could see a half mile deep into them, And so I just melted at his feet. And then I saw that his feet were bare. And I laid the hands, my two hands, on the top of his feet and my forehead on my hands and said, O oh Lord, no one as unworthy as I am am worthy to look upon thy face. And Jesus quite sternly said, Stand upon thy feet. Well, I got up and stood on my feet. And he pointed his finger and he said, Thou art worthy, for I've redeemed you. I've cleansed you with my own precious blood. Thank God his blood made us worthy. We're not worthy within ourselves. Thank God for the blood. We sing, What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thou art worthy to look upon my face, for I have redeemed you. I have cleansed you by my own precious blood. Hallelujah. Well, I straightened up and looked at him then. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank God. Then he pointed his finger again to me and said, I called you before you were born. I separated you from your mother's womb. And I'm going to share something with you. I, I don't know. Uh, there comes a time when you can share. There's a time when you shouldn't. You don't need to understand that. I'll explain it like this. I was born again 22nd day of April, 1933, Saturday night. I was born again at 20 minutes to eight o'clock in the south bedroom of five North Connery Street in the city of McKinney, Texas. At 7.30, I left my body and went to hell three times. And a voice spoke from heaven and brought me back. And that third time I started praying before I got out of the pit. And when I got inside my body, my, my voice picked up my prayer right in the middle of a sentence. Thank God, and I got born again. April. May, June, July, August, I'm still bed fast. Doctors said I had to die. Doctors said no one in my condition had ever lived past the age of 16 years. Four months before my 16th birthday, I became totally bed fast.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A. O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer. The two DVD series by Kenneth e. Hagan, Live in the Supernatural. Also in this month's offer is Ken Hagan's CD, You're Not of This World. All this for a special price of $29.95. That's a $4 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 888 faith and become a part of RAMA for today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: It's not too early yes. to register for the men's conference November November the 3rd through the 5th. That's right. Uh, RAMA.org. Hey, you can do everything at RAMA.org. You can. Slash you CTA, can. but go to Slash CTA, call to arms. Yes. And you can register right there, get all the information, find out all about it. And you're gonna to wanna to be here. It's one of the best men's conferences anywhere around. And
0: so I'd say to you, wives, hey, go and register your husband. Because you know what? You, the husbands, you know, wait till the very last minute to do anything.
1: Are you talking about me?
0: <laughs> I am talking about you. Oh, I'm sorry. And so, ladies, you can go and register for your husband. Tomorrow on Rama for today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.